Welcome to the Copy Dates Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Taylor, copywriter, bookworm, and founder of the Copy Template Shop. I believe that anyone can write strong copy, and I'm here to teach you how to write words that sell your online offers while prioritizing real connection, serving your audience, and simply being who you are. I know you have a message that deserves to be heard and unique skills that need to be shared. And in each episode, I'll give you an actionable tip so that you can write better copy, reach more people, and sell your offers in an easy and authentic way. So grab a hot drink and get ready to cozy up with your weekly dose of magnetic messaging and captivating copy. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Coffee Dates podcast. It is a brand new month, a brand new week. Isn't there just something like a little bit special about when the first of the month lands on a Monday? Just feels so serendipitous, right? It gives me that same feeling that I get when I get a brand new notebook and I start writing in that first page or at the beginning of a year when you get to start using like that planner that maybe you bought in October or November and it's just been sitting there on your desk looking pretty, waiting for you to crack it open. (laughs) It's the same kind of feeling that I get whenever the first of the month lands on a Monday. It doesn't happen all that often. I'm sure I could Google it and find a statistic that would tell me exactly how often it happens. But it's just a special feeling. New months, new weeks, always time for a fresh start. That said, this month we aren't necessarily starting anything new on the podcast. We are actually continuing the eight-week series that we started on October 4th. This is week Five of that eight-week series where I'm basically just going over some copywriting best practices, not formulas, not, you know, like high-level stuff, but just kind of nitty-gritty things that I feel sometimes only get surface-level treatment when we talk about copywriting. So we've had previous episodes on pain points and the transformation that you deliver. And instead of just talking about them on a surface level, I really wanted to make sure we can go in depth and and talk about what these concepts actually mean. And so we're going to continue that today. I want to talk about what it means to show up authentically in your copy. What does that actually mean? How can we make sure that we are doing it? So the purpose of this series, if you're new here, if you haven't been listening over the last few weeks, is I just really want to make sure that you as a business owner are equipped with all of the tools and the knowledge and the skills that you need to write not just website copy, but any copy, sales copy, launch copy, you know, up-level your content with copywriting best practices. But these are things that often only get talked about by professional copywriters in professional copywriting programs. But it's so important for you to know these things as well. Messaging fundamentals, copywriting fundamentals, whether you are writing your copy completely on your own from scratch, or if you are using templates like from the copy template shop, it's so important to know these things on a deep level before you sit down and write because it's going to make things a heck of a lot easier for you. So how does that tie in with showing up authentically in your copy? 
For me, the reason that I really wanted to talk about this specific topic is because authenticity is often a reason why people force themselves to write from scratch. They blame it on this need and this desire for authenticity. And by the way, I want to be completely transparent and say I'm doing something a little bit different with this episode. Normally, I script them out and have all of my talking points in front of me before I start, (laughs) and I'm not doing that today. Um, I just did a podcast interview last week with a friend of mine, and we just ad-libbed the whole thing. It was on a very similar topic, and it just felt really good to just kind of say what I was thinking. And I think I delivered some golden nuggets, so we're giving that a try on this topic because this is just something I feel like I could talk about all day long. What do I mean by authenticity getting in our way and and making us want to write from scratch. Uh, It's twofold. I will often meet people who say, I never want to outsource my copy. I never want to hire a copywriter or even a content writer. I could never hire a content person or a content team because I don't think that they can capture my voice. I don't think that there's anybody out there who can make it sound authentically like me. And so they end up doing everything themselves. And then on the flip side of that, when people are doing it themselves, I often find quite a bit of resistance around people using templates and formulas and proven best practices because they maybe you assume that if you're using a template that was written by somebody else and that's being used by multiple people, or if you're using a formula that's constantly being used in copywriting by copywriters and business owners everywhere, that it somehow means your copy is not going to be unique and it's not going to sound authentically like you. And so I think in order to address this and why I think it's harmful, it's harmful to our businesses, it's harmful to the way that we look at copywriting as a practice. What I mean by harmful is just that, you know, it can make it difficult. We make things harder for ourselves because we assume we have to do everything our way and kind of, you know, do things from scratch and reinvent the wheel in order for our copy to be authentic. So I think to address that, we really need to get to the root of what do we actually mean when we say that we want to show up authentically in our copy? Authentic to me is a, it's a bit of a buzzword, right? It's become a bit of a cliched buzzword in the online business world. Last week, we talked about the concept of empty copy and how there are certain words and terms and phrases, especially in online business that have become so overused that we almost forget what they mean and what our intention behind those words are. And I really think authentic is one of them because what is authentic to me might not be authentic to somebody else, right? So I really think we need to break down what that actually looks like in order to identify how we can achieve it because it's almost surface level at this point. So what does it mean to be authentic in your copy? I think for most people when they say, oh, I'm looking for a copywriter who can make my words, you know, sound like they were written by me, authentically by me, or I'm not sure if I want to use a template because I don't think it's going to sound authentic. What they mean is they're worried that the copy is not going to be written in a voice that feels true to them. And normally that's around selling. 
we've talked about this before as well, but you know, that is the difference between content and copy, right? It's when we are encouraging people to take action. It's when there is a certain element of persuasion that needs to come into play. And that can be really difficult. And that is what can often make us feel like our words are inauthentic. Because selling, unless you've been doing it for a really long time, it doesn't come naturally. Even if you have been doing it for a really long time, I've been in business for about five and a half years now. Selling can still feel a little outside my comfort zone sometimes. I've become far more comfortable with it. I've done a lot of mindset work around selling, and that's probably you know, the biggest thing that had an influence on that. But when we sit down to write words that are going to sell our offers, and when we are solopreneurs and when we are service providers, that often means, you know, writing words that sell us as professionals, as individuals, and what we are capable of, right? It's kind of, it can be a bit different than when we're selling products, It can be really difficult to make that change. And so we want to do it. We want to show up and sell in a way that feels true to us, that feels comfortable to us. And I think when people say, oh, I want it to sound authentic, I think that's normally, and it might not be true for you, might not be true for everybody, but in general, it's kind of in that general area, right? That's what we mean by we want to sound authentic. Means we want to feel comfortable. We want to not be pushed so far outside of our comfort zone. So, if we're not used to talking to people about their pain points, then when you turn to copywriting advice that says, oh, you need to talk about pain points and you need to talk about problems, it can be really difficult to start doing that and it can feel inauthentic. So, what is the fix? right? How do we make sure that our copy feels authentic, that it feels like a true representation of us and the way that we want to show up in our business and the way that we want to sell? And I think the first thing that we need to do, and this is true for literally anything, is to get clear on what that looks like for us. What do I mean by that? So with anything that you're putting out into the world, what does it look like for you? If you were looking to buy your dream home, okay, you're on the, you're, you're going out, you're meeting with real estate agents and you're going to all of these neighborhoods and going to all of these open houses and you're looking for your dream home, it's going to be very difficult to find that dream home if you don't have a clear understanding to yourself what a dream home looks like. How many bedrooms does it have? Does it have an open concept kitchen? Does it have a big kitchen, a small kitchen? Um, Does it have two full baths or one and a half baths? Does it have a backyard? Does it have a pool? What does that dream home look like to you? And the same thing can be applied to literally everything that you are trying to achieve or, or get in your life, but also in your copy. What does authentic writing and authentic voice and authentic selling look like to you? What is your personal definition of that? Does it feel more authentic when your selling comes from a heart-centered place? When you are putting connection and people first? 
does it feel more authentic to you when you can write in the first person instead of the third person? Really sit and think about, you know, if you have had negative experiences with writing copy or with your messaging or with showing up and selling, what is it that didn't feel right to you? What is it that felt inauthentic? And then try and identify, okay, what is the flip side of that, right? What would it feel to have a more authentic copywriting process? What would it feel to write copy in a way that sounds like me and that feels true to me and show up and sell in a way that feels good? Because I think what you'll find is that so often our issue is not actually with the copywriting process itself or the words itself. It's about the approach that we're taking. And often we're trying to fit ourselves into this box in our business or in our way of selling that somebody else has given to us, but that doesn't fit and that doesn't feel comfortable to us. And that means that your copy needs to guide your readers on a journey that fits you and the way you want to work and the way you want to sell first and foremost. And then the copy comes after. For example, when we're writing website copy, I can't tell you how many times I get on a strategy session with a client and we're about to lay out you know, all of the different pages that they want on their website and how they're going to be structured. And I ask them something as simple as, you know, how do you want to handle your leads? How do you want to handle the leads that are coming in your way? How do you want people to find you? When they do find you, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to get on a sales call with you or are you not a sales call person? Do you want them, if you do want them to get on sales calls with you, you know, do you want them to be able to automatically book from your website? Or is it more important to you that you have a conversation in the inbox first to pre-qualify them and make sure that they're a good fit? If you don't want to get on sales calls, how can we make sure that we are still pre-qualifying people and making sure that they feel really supported and that they have all the information they need to make an informed decision about whether or not to work with you without getting on that sales call? And maybe eight times out of 10, the client will like look at me like I'm crazy because this is the first time anyone has ever asked them that. And it's because we're constantly hearing these messages of this is the way you need to sell in your business. This is the way you need to attract leads. You need this kind of funnel. You need to do sales calls. You need to have your, I don't know, uh, a way to book a call with you on your website. Otherwise, you're going to lose leads. If you're going to lose leads, those leads aren't for you. It is far more important to get super clear on how you want to work. What does it feel like to show up authentically in your business? What does it feel like to build a business that supports you and the way that you prefer to work? For me, I hate sales calls. I've said this before. I recently was in a conference back in September that was all about selling VIP days. And, you know, a lot of the hosts and the panelists were talking about the importance of getting prepared for those sales calls and pre-qualifying before your sales calls. And I dropped the bomb. and I said, I don't, I don't do sales calls for my VIP days. If somebody wants to get on a sales call with me, I'll often get emails, right? And they'll say, what's your availability? Can we get on a call? 
And my first thing to do is to say, here's all of the information that you need, right? Here is the sales page. Here's my availability, answering all of the questions that I feel like they would ask me on a sales call anyway, invite them to ask additional questions and tell them, you know, if you really do still want to sit down and chat, we'll find a way to make that happen. 9.9 times out of 10, I've given them the information that they need to make a decision and the sales call never happens. And that works for me and it works for my dream clients. There might be business coaches and sales experts and whatever out there who say that I'm crazy and that I'm losing leads this way, but it works. It works for me. I've managed to build a thriving business that supports me and the way that I like to show up. That feels authentic to me. What the heck does that have to do with copy, Megan? Hey listener, I'm quickly interrupting this episode to let you know that Black Friday is just around the corner and we're getting ready for our biggest sale ever at the Copy Template Shop. From Friday, November 26th until Monday, November 29th, everything in the shop is going to be 30% off. Yes, everything, including already discounted bundles. So if you've had your eye on something, now is the time to curate your wish list and mark your calendar. Oh, and if you missed your chance to join website in a week before the price went up in September, there will be a deal for you too. This is the sale of the year for copy templates and you don't want to miss it. To sign up for updates, head to copytemplateshop.com forward slash Black Friday. When you come from a place of building a business that authentically supports you, and that feels authentic and true to you, then you can allow your copy to follow, okay? If you are somebody and your main goal is you want people to be able to book an automatic discovery call with you, that is going to influence the way that you show up and write your website copy. Um, I worked with a couple of clients actually within the last, I would say, eight weeks who their main way of getting leans right now is to get them to opt into a pricing guide first. They didn't want their prices on their website. This is how they wanted to collect leads and pre-qualify them was to get them to opt into like a pricing guide, a pricing menu for all of their services. And of course, that completely changed the way that we approached their website copy. It meant the prices weren't listed on the services page. It meant that we would provide a really brief overview of their different packages and the different services that they deliver without going into too much detail because then it would defeat the purpose of somebody downloading the pricing guide, right? So when we come from this place, when we start our copywriting journey by thinking about, okay, how do I want this website to work for me? How do I want this sales page to work for me? Um, If you're going into a launch, you know, how do I want this launch to work for me? How much do I want to rely on emails versus Instagram versus Facebook versus a webinar or a masterclass? When we can think about that first and ignore all of the shoulds and have tos and musts that the online business world is constantly throwing at us. It allows us to build a business that feels more authentic. And as a result, our copy is naturally going to feel more authentic. 
because it's written in a way that supports the way that we want to show up and that we want to sell and that we want to work. So yes, writing copy that feels authentic, showing up authentically in your copy does absolutely have to do with things like voice and tone and messaging, right? I could talk about messaging all day. Is there a single episode on this podcast where I don't drop the word messaging? Probably not because it's crucial. But on the other side of that, it's equally important to make sure that you are selling in a way that feels true to you, not just writing in a voice that feels true to you. Because more often than not, that is actually where the disconnect is. I've probably said this before. It probably won't be the last time I say it. But if you ask me, voice can be a little bit overrated. Your voice is going to change over time. Nobody can tell you what your voice is other than you, particularly if you are a solopreneur. This looks a little bit different if you have like an agency model or a more corporate model with your business. But for the majority of us listening, our voice is our business's voice, right? There is no way around that. So while voice is certainly important, and I will never diminish it completely. I think it's still important to kind of, you know, tune into that and know what your voice is and pay attention to how you like to show up and talk about things online. It's also super important to think about the back end, to think about how your business is going to support you, how you can take your readers on a journey that is also matches up with the customer journey or the client journey that you want to take them on. Right. If you really want to make sure that somebody is, for example, reading your about page before they get on a sales call with you, then we need to make sure your website is structured in a way that, you know, more than likely they're going to go visit your about page. If it's really important to you that somebody knows exactly what is expected of them as a member of your program, right? Let's say that you're selling like a high ticket mastermind program and you're only interested in attracting people into this program who are going to show up to the calls every single week and contribute and do the homework and all of that if that's really important to you that somebody knows that before they join your program then we need to make sure there is a big clear section about that on your sales page and we need to write it in a way that is similar to how you would explain it to someone if you were literally sitting in front of them face to face. That is how your copy is going to sound and feel more authentic. It's all about remembering that selling is just a conversation. That's literally all it is. That is the most helpful tool for me and I think for a lot of people to remember if selling ever feels intimidating, if writing sales copy feels intimidating, selling is just a conversation. So if you are having a face-to-face conversation with someone and you were encouraging them to take a certain action, whether that's to buy, whether that's to join your email list, whether that's to follow you on Instagram, whatever it may be, what would be important for you to communicate in that conversation and how can we make sure it's coming through in your copy? 
If we can do that, if we can pinpoint the information that's necessary, if we can pinpoint the journey that we want to take our reader on and how we want to show up for them and provide value for them and provide the information they need to make an informed decision, if we can identify that first, not only is writing your copy going to be so much smoother and so much easier, but it's also going to feel more authentic and more aligned for you because it is more representative of how you actually like to show up and talk to the people in your audience or in your community. Whenever you use one of my copy templates, this is something that I really think about before I even sit down and create them for you. The very first thing that I do when I'm developing a new copy template for the shop is I sit down and think, okay, how does this conversation need to happen, right? If it's an about page, what does somebody need to know in order to have that connection and to establish that trust with a business owner? If it's a sales page, I look very specifically at the type of offer because the way that we would have a conversation about a membership program is very different than the way we would have a conversation about a low ticket offer, like a $27, $37 offer. And so I sit back and I can think about these things and I can wireframe and structure the page first in a way that's going to support the reader and support most of the business owners using that template. And then I write it according to that. And that is why it doesn't matter who you are and what industry you're in and what your tone of voice is, you can use these templates and they're going to allow you to fully show up as yourself. If you can get comfortable with your voice, if you can get comfortable with your messaging, which is why there's video trainings and there's workbooks and everything with all of the templates, when you can get clear on those things, then you can sit down and the narrative is already there. The structure is already there. You simply just have to show up for yourself and you can see how this copy is going to support your reader and support you. And if you need to change your mind, you can. I also make sure like that's the point of this podcast. That's the point of literally everything that I do is making sure that you have the knowledge to say, okay, I know why this section is here, but it's actually not going to support the way that I want to work. It doesn't feel authentic to me. It doesn't feel aligned to me to have this section here. So I understand why it's there. I understand what the rule is and I'm going to break the rule because I understand them and I know how to break it without breaking the flow, without breaking the narrative. So that is my biggest takeaway for you. Regardless of whether you use a template, regardless of whether you use a formula, regardless of whether or not you write from scratch, the next time that you sit down to write copy, I really want to encourage you to kind of shake that pressure off when it comes to tone of voice first and think about how can this piece of copy, how can this sales asset for my business support me and the business that I want to build? and the schedule that I want to have, and the life I want to lead, because it is your business. It is your playground. You get to make the rules, not somebody else, right? Think about how this can support you. And when you come from that place first, it's going to be a million times easier for you to show up authentically when you sell and to show up authentically in your copy, because you have that trust that it is there to support you.
and that it's there to support your readers at the same time that it's supporting you. So my coffee break for you today is a little bit of a different one. It's more of a journaling exercise. I want to really encourage you, if you have ever struggled to sound authentic in your copy, whatever that means to you, right? If the copywriting has ever felt difficult for you or you've written something and you're like, eh, that just doesn't feel like me, I really want you to pause and think about why that is, right? Is there a selling tactic that's been pushed onto you that you're like, oh, I really need to do it this way. I really need to fit into this box. And by trying to force yourself into that box, it's making things extra hard for you. Is there a framework that just doesn't vibe with you? What is it that feels inauthentic to you? What does it mean to you to show up authentically in your business? And how can your copywriting practice support that? I hope today's episode was helpful for you. I know it was a little bit of a different one. This one felt a little bit more like a mindset pep talk type episode than a hands-on copywriting thing. (laughs) But I do hope it was helpful for you if you had any aha moments. Um, If you like this style of podcast episode, if you don't like this style of podcast episode, that's okay too. Reach out. Let me know. I am here to serve you and to empower you and to educate you. So it's really important to me that I am constantly putting out content that supports you and that feels good to you. I will be back next week with something a little bit more tangible. We are going to talk about the dreaded writer's block, why it happens, the fact that it happens to everyone, including professional copywriters such as myself. And I'm going to share my biggest, biggest, biggest tip on how to overcome writer's block on an ongoing basis. So I will see you back here again next week. Look forward to it and chat to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Copy Dates podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you feel more confident in your ability to write copy and that you're feeling excited about sharing your message and offers with the world. If you love what you learned, be sure to hit that follow button so you never miss a future episode and leave us a review so we can reach more online entrepreneurs who want to develop authentic connection with their audience through powerful copy. As always, don't forget to show me where you're tuning in from. Snap a pic, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at megantaylor.co. I'd love to connect with you beyond your headphones. See you back here next week. And remember, I'm rooting for you always. Always.